Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Hello, people of Earth, and hello, people of the internet wrestling community. My name is Curtis Spears, and I'm here today with you for episode 24 of the Smark Foundation Wrestling Podcast. Uh, but I'm not alone. You've only heard my voice so far. But with me today, as always, are the Scotty Tuhati and Grandmaster Sexay to my Rikishi, Shane Campbell, Stephen Jordan. How y'all boys doing today? Doing well. All right, good as always. All right, man. Well, it's good good to hear from you. Uh, what we're going to do today is we're going to have some fun. We're going to go over one of the most anticipated yet most bemoaned times in wrestling, modern wrestling history, and that is the ECW-WCW invasion of the WWE. And uh, we're going we're gonna to look at, well, what could have been, <laughs> or as... Shane would put it, what happened? What actually happened? Yes. <laughs> Shane didn't, we've, we've already covered this off the, off the air, but Shane didn't understand the, the assignment. Steve and I came up with some matches that we would have liked to have seen. Shane was like, oh yeah, most of mine actually happened. Well, right. I was, I was, I guess, <laughs> I guess I took it a little more literal as the people that were actually during the invasion time. As opposed to, so did I. But it was it was ones that didn't happen. That was the. Yeah. We can go back and read Stephen's message about the idea for the show. <laughs> we got it. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Shane, what? Since you did it wrong, let's go with you first. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so wh- what did you understand the assignment to be here? Okay, so. It was my understanding that we were going to go back and think of some dream matches during that era that we would have liked yep. to have happened, right? Yes. So yours, at, the though, did happen, right? Is what you're saying. So, so as <laughs> I was, so as I was thinking in 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 my brain, I said, "Man, it would have been cool for this person to face this." Oh yeah, that did happen. Oh, what about this person versus yeah. this person? It did happen. So that yeah. so that that was my that was my point was a a lot of the dream matches that I thought would have been cool ended up happening. Yet I mean there there were some odds and ends ones that, you know, yeah, I could have thought of anything like I don't know, Stevie Richards versus Goldberg, but I didn't. Because no one would want to see really want to see. <laughs> <laughs> You still don't understand the assignment. Well, I did understand the assignment. Okay, circle back to me then. I want to see. I want to see you guys' example and see how mine okay. still fits. All right, Steve. Why don't you give me your example of a match that you would have a dream match for you know twenty year old Stephen? No, you weren't even twenty at that point. Where you were was sixteen. Two thousand one. I was uh, nineteen. There you go. 19. There you okay. go. 19-year-old Steven. <laughs> you're barely watching wrestling because you're obsessed with girls. What do you, what do you want to see when you turn on the uh, Monday Night Raw? I, th- I, th- I think the one that 
to be fair, this is going to sound really bad now. Um, I actually kind of sort of agree with Shane a little bit because he is right in saying a lot of the matches that we thought might have happened happened eventually along the line sort of thing. So I was struggling for like because I saw oh uh, Rock for I mean uh, you know Rock, Rock Hogan oh that happened and then you go or oh, Scott Hall versus Austin oh that happened and. Various. Right. Y'all got no imagination. Y'all got no imagination. Various. I mean, there are. I I did. I understood, <laughs> and I went and got two wrestlers that never faced off and would have had a fucking banger. But no, no, keep going, please. Um, I I I think the big one that most wrestling community often goes to would be Sting versus Taker. Um, I think that's yeah. one that we were. Go back to two thousand one. Probably would have been a great match. I think they would have probably worked something quite good in the end there. Um. I did have a look at some of the, the cruiserweight action, you know, sort of some of the characters who came across from the cruiserweight division. Like, I'd love to see Kid Cash. Kid Cash versus Jeff Hardy would have been really good. That's he it. He was a cruiserweight at that point. Yeah, yeah. That um, happened. What? <laughs> when did that happen? Later go. on down the line, when, when, when Kid Cash cut his hair, and he was not that much of a Kid Cash anymore. Like, later. He was elderly gentleman Cash. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it happened on like the uh, heat or something. There you go. Look, he's, really? He's, he's putting us down. Look. See, he's, he's res- I see Shane has researched this thoroughly. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I only, I only well. know, I only kind of remember that because Kid Cash was kind of on my short list of uh, flowers people down the line. So. Oh yeah. Definitely. That's that's an episode that needs to happen because fucking Kid Cash is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like what Kid a, Cash. what about? Okay, if you want to go with, um, if you want to go with cruiserweights, there's plenty of cruiserweights from WCW, and a lot of them could have been CMLL or AAA uh, affiliated that were uh, coming over on on a loan out. But yeah. like. We could we could go with some of the you know homegrown WCW talent like well like a Billy Kidman, you know. Can you think of someone? Okay, what about Billy Kidman versus like Takamichi Noku? Ooh, that's a very good one. I'm gonna I can search cage match, but I'm pretty sure I never saw that match. No, well that's a very um, good one. Oh, I like that. Yeah, Combat. or uh, I mean like I personally was a big fan of uh, Gregory Helms, Sugar Shane. You know, the Hurricane, so I would love to see Hurricane versus Taka. I don't know if that actually happened, and actually now I'm going to actually go to cage match and see if that happened. Yeah. Jesus, that sounds awesome. That certainly does. Um, just trying to think of um, any other matches I was trying to think of, because, like, um, my brain's gone to mush. <laughs> um. Yeah, because I mean, like, like, like we say, I mean, a lot of them did come across it. It's, it's, I think the, the the biggest problem with it was is the fact that we didn't get those matches when we wanted them, um, right? And, uh, and that's kind of like, how I was taking it, you know, because yeah, obviously, you know, Sting and and a lot of the. So again, I think maybe I just took a little too literal. I was going from the actual roster from that air, like the initial invasion that didn't have sting that didn't have you know some of those bigger guys so i was just taking it from like the people that actually came over because if we go if we go too broad 
then it, then it's just like okay well who would you like to have seen from this federation versus this federation as opposed to who was actually in the invasion itself well let's go ahead and talk about some of those those uh invasion matches those dream matches that you we did get to see like mm-hmm. um i'm i'm sure that you can you can name off some of them like you said steven uh hogan versus rock or scott hall versus stone cold steve austin shane who were some of the who were some of the ones that you saw uh, that you thought were were low key, you know, dream matches. Um, so right right off the bat, um, pretty much anyone versus RVD was was a was a goal for me back then. The one uh, the one versus Jeff Hardy initially at the pay per view. As far as like low key, RVD and uh, Eddie in the latter match on Raw. Oh, that was great. That was not invasion time, but it was it was later, yeah. Right. And um, it was a fucking great one, man. Holy cow. Yeah. Or or even RVD versus Shawn Michaels. That one flies under the radar a lot, too. Yeah. Um, it again, really does. Like, I forget that happened, actually. Mm-hmm. That's, that's fucking, wow, great. Yeah, that yeah, that great was point. when uh, when Shawn was still the uh, heavyweight champ. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, big gold. Yep. Big, big gold on Shawn. Mm-hmm. Was that when he was wearing brown? <laughs> it might have been so bad sl- slightly after the brown transition but after the brown yeah. but before the chaps <laughs> so, yeah. i liked the chaps i thought they were great uh it was a great way to hide his knee brace yeah you know what about what about some other ones what, what are some other ones that you want to shout out like you're you're you know this is your prime time for wwe watching was like you know, 2000 to 2010, that's when you were like hanging your hat solely on WWE. Right. What, what, you know, what really popped you when you were, when you were 16 years old? Uh, the, the, the first interaction with Booker T and the rock. That was, oh, yep. that was classic. Thomas Jefferson sucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and I tell you kind of something that I would have liked to have seen more out of that is I was, I was a big Impact Players fan back in the day. Yes. I would have liked yep. to have seen that be anything in WWE. So Yeah, like that's Lance Lance Storm and Just Incredible, like I I can definitely credit them with being some of the first people in ECW that really caught my attention. Like yep. they had a uh no holds barred match with uh I think it was Lance Storm and Tommy Dreamer. And uh, it was fucking fantastic. That was the match that really made me love and appreciate what ECW had at that time. That was, I think, 99. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I fell in love with ECW about that time. So I'm down with it all all the time. Primetime players. And and, 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 and I I did think (laughs) of a... Jesus. Awesome. Yeah, fuck primetime players too. Yeah, <laughs> Fred Rosser. Fred Rosser's the fucking best. Yep, I love that guy. And and I, I will give Man. you one hypothetical one because um, it wasn't completely just you know literal. I did have one random one in the back of my mind. Um, I don't know if it would have ended the streak, but it would have been a hell of a way to oh. end the streak. Oh, I'm interested. And, and random at at that Undertaker. Mike Awesome. Damn it! I almost said Undertaker versus Mike Awesome. That was I was this close, dude. Yep. I was this close to picking Undertaker versus Mike Awesome. 
Oh my god, you just oh uh, yeah, I just got popped real fucking hard. Yep. Okay. Yes. Do you want to know what mine was? Yeah. Hmm. After after Undertaker versus Mike Awesome, I went, no, 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 not Undertaker. I don't give enough of shit about Undertaker, but I thought they would have a good big man match. My pick, Undertaker versus Kurt Angle would have been, uh, not, uh, sorry, Jesus, <laughs> my pick, Mike Awesome versus Kurt Angle would have been my, uh, my dream match that we never got to see. Because, fuck, I love Mike Awesome. Like, just, yeah, That'd amazing. That would nasty. But, yeah. uh. But that would have been the fucking best. Just the the fucking suplexes and power bombs and nonsense that those two would have gotten up to. I'm sure that Kurt, like, being a fucking wild man, probably would have let Mike Awesome throw him off something fucking terrible. And it would have been fantastic. Yeah. It would have been great. Mm-hmm. I, that's, that's one that would have been on tape trading websites for fucking, well, only for a few more years. Because after that, people stopped tape trading. But it would have been a staple for quite a while. Yep. Yes. Uh, Mike Awesome. How did Mike Awesome fail in WWE? Like, he's... He's such a, like, a Vince guy. Yeah. Have we talked about this before? Did we, when we did our Mike Awesome review, did that, did we talk about why, why would he fail in WWE? Like, I don't get it. Well, I don't think specifically that invasion thing, I don't think that was really set up to succeed necessarily anyway. No. No, they it was a last second thing that they started just because they had too many fucking um too many injuries at the time. Like Rikishi was down, uh Triple H was down famously, um Rock was away filming Scorpion King. The the oh Eddie was Eddie was let go at that point for drugs. Like the the roster was fucking paper thin. Yeah. Mm. They were they were leaning pretty hard in two thousand one. They were leaning pretty hard on uh, like Edge Edge Christian, Jericho Benoit and Stone Cold Steve Austin and the Undertaker, and Kane. Kane was fucking super cool. Kane at that point in two thousand one, like yeah, was, everybody yeah. loved Kane. Yeah, and that was that was like all they had. That was all they fucking had. You know the the Hardy Boys weren't main event players yet. Edge and Christian were while well, Edge was about to become a main event guy because the yeah, the invasion kicked off before King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think it just would have been a, a, a wafer-thin roster, and they were like, fuck it, we we can do this. We can do this right now. Yeah, but they had Buff Bagwell, and they wasted it. So. <laughs> they did. They they fucking did. They wasted the buff. Yep. They didn't know their stuff. Nope. <laughs> These motherfuckers. Fuck them. Uh, the only thing I wanted to say about Mike Lawson was, is that, Personally, I did like I did like Mike Awesome. I thought some of the stuff he did was great, but he always uh-huh. in some matches he he'd always do a massive move at the start of the match, which then got the crowd popped. But then you had to go bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger each time, which maybe why might be a reason why he didn't pan out as well as he could have done. But yeah, like I'll, I'll, but he could yeah, but he that's could do my that, personal. <laughs> oh yeah, no, do it. Oh yeah, no, he was. I mean, th- th- some of the matches needs to be with um. Uh, Japanese guy Tanaka was it Tanaka that guy Himasato Tanaka that's yes. the one yeah fabulous matches I mean fantastic stuff and but some sometimes like even in some of WCW matches he first 30 seconds of the match would be a, a, a dive over the top rope to the outside and it's like well where do you go from there you've then got a it's, it's 
you know through a table yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's where you go you that's dive true. through the table there are certain true. people that like their whole move set or most of it is just like all finishing moves from a video game like exactly he, he was one of them yeah he was he was one of those dudes like we had a joke uh back in back in the day on like here comes the pain my roommate would always make the same character in the creator wrestler area and it was just uh, a little alien, like a little crazy alien, and uh, that alien, all of his moves were power bombs, <laughs> and it was just like he just listed, he just lifted Mike Awesome's entire move set. It was, <laughs> it was, and I would of course make my, I'd make myself with my uh, long dashing hair and my, uh, you know, movie star good looks. Obviously, that was what I made, but yeah, my roommate was a fucking weirdo and made it a little alien every time. <laughs> so power bombing people. Yeah. Just power, yeah. Yeah, I hated that. I hated that character because, like, I'd think out my move set. You know, I'd be like, "Oh, so from here, I can do a twist of fate and blah blah blah." And this is, and then he's like, "Power bomb!" And just, <laughs> I hated playing against that character. Power bomb party. Oh, that would be so much better. Yeah, power bomb party would be better than a super kick party. Although I, I guess, think they're doing power bomb party on on AEW as well. Yeah, with Wardlow. I was about to say so. yeah, with Wardlow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got some things to say about AEW in the next episode. Oh. Some <laughs> treats coming. Foreshadowing. Got some treats coming. Foreshadowing. All right. So when we sit down and think about the invasion, who was the invasion meant to get over? If it wasn't, if it wasn't, um, it wasn't well thought out, but they did it. Was it just meant as a time filler? Like, did they just kind of waste the biggest opportunity they had at the time? I think it was meant to get over, um, Vince McMahon. Yeah. I think that was ultimately the, uh, again, maybe, maybe if they didn't, if they were able to have more people come over, some of those bigger names yeah, maybe would have done, the, done more. The bigger names being on the uh, guaranteed contracts through AOL Time Warner and yeah. not and and not WCW was yeah that was a thing because Kevin Nash you know that second you go to Kevin Nash and you say hey take less money to go wrestle he's gonna go no nah, I'm gonna make three mil a year to just sit here and fucking do nothing. Because that's Kevin Nash. That's what he does. Um, and, you know, God bless him. He knew he knew the value of his worth, and he knew that he had a good thing, and he wasn't going to fucking waste it. If someone paid me $3 million to sit at home and fucking play basketball and smoke weed all day, I'd probably do it too. And I don't even smoke weed. But <laughs> Or play basketball. It's cool. Or play basketball. I fucking suck at basketball. So it's fine. Don't even worry about it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I saw someone the other day asking me, uh, why why does John Carpenter not make movies anymore? And it's like, because he just wants to sit at home and smoke weed and play video games. He's got he's got fuck you money, and that's what he's gonna do. And every time like, they, every time they remake one of these movies, he just holds out his hand for that check. Mm-hmm. He's like, you want to remake the thing? That's fine. Put the money, put the money down. Yep. And then he goes home and he buys a fucking a big old bag of weed and plays video games all day. Good for him. Good for him. So, and yeah, we were saying in, in one of our last episodes about how, 
you know, we're happy for people that get to retire early, you know, with fuck you money. So, I mean, really, most of those guys that were on those guaranteed contracts probably should have stayed retired, though. I was going to say a lot of them, it's not that they were necessarily over the hill, but they were getting there. Yeah, you were definitely getting there. Yeah. Um, I mean, Hogan probably should have stayed retired at that point, you know, but whatever. It's fine. Um, Nash, you know, wasn't over the hill, but he was pretty over the hill. I fucking love Kevin Nash. I'll never admit that he had a bad match in my entire life, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, he, um, he probably should have just called it, called it good there and gone into acting or something, you know, that's what he wanted to do anyway. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, you know, and we, we, we've had that discussion before. I don't know if necessarily on, on air or just in the group, there wasn't a lot of good matches back then in WCW for the heavyweight division anyway. Yeah. So. Not in the main event. Not in the main event picture. Yeah. No way. Yeah, everybody popped for the for the car crash TV. First thing you turn on, you see a eight man lucha libre style, you know, fucking craziness. Yep. And that'll, you know, carry you through. Or you see, you know, Eddie and Benoit, or you see, you know, fucking Dean Malenko and Rey Mysterio, and that'll carry you through the first hour of of Nitro and Nitro usually was fucking bad for those first like ever mm. always <laughs> like there I I mean once the NWO showed up that was exciting stuff but it didn't lead to great matches no, just, so just just let to run-ins more run-ins every time every time no like no match could end properly yeah which is sad because Das Wunderkind Alex Wright he deserved to have an Iron Man match with Super Calo. <laughs> Isn't that right, Shane? We wanted it. We said it in an episode. Yep. <laughs> that's the that's the fucking match that we should be talking about right now. I feel like where, I'm, where I'm was sitting Super here talking Calo? shit. What? Where was Super Calo? Dur- during the invasion? Sup- Super Calo versus Takamichi Noku. Su- Super Calo should have ended the streak. <laughs> Alex Alex Wright Alex Wright should have been the first uh, undisputed WWE champion. Yeah, Das Wunderkind. Oh. I love that motherfucker. He's great. I promise. I promise. I'm just saying. Remember the old video game? Yeah. Like, could could you imagine him like doing his like his his dance just like on the top of the hell and cell? Just oh. <laughs> oh oh magical! Yeah. Absolutely. Oh money. my god. I promise. <laughs> I break the streak. I promise. Oh, that was the best. Okay. So yes, the we've decided that the the dream matches that we never got were Undertaker and Sting, Kurt Angle versus Mike Awesome, and Undertaker versus Mike Awesome. <laughs> yep. So we've got Undertaker and uh, Mike Awesome working double duty here. Yep. We we must have been all on the same like wavelength at the time. I think yeah. so, yeah. I love it. I told you I, I got it. the assignment. And what more what more could you want from a podcast? Mm-hmm. What more except for three hosts who all me. just kind of agree with each other? <laughs> Makes it easier. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> oh no. All right. Well, did you have any other um, guys? I so I was thinking when I pulled up the 
2001 WWF roster, WWE roster. The first name that struck out to me was Mike Awesome, obviously. And I wanted to see what Mike Awesome could do. I was trying to find a great person at the time in WWE that Sean O'Hare could have had a singles feud with. And Sean O'Hare was just that much better than everybody. Like, so if I'd already used Kurt Angle, like, I don't know, dude. I love Sean O'Hare. I was a huge Sean O'Hare nerd. Everything about that dude was fucking rad. And uh, it's a it's a fucking shame uh, that he didn't go farther. So if I had to say I'm going to I'm going to throw out Sean O'Hare, you guys, who would have been a good WWE uh, feud for Sean O'Hare? Come on, feed me. I'd say I'd say down the line. See, I, see the, the thing about Sean O'Hare is like he was so different. Like when you when you're like built like the rock but then you can move like Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Like what? So so I mean who we've got in 2001 in WWE? We've got Albert, you know? Uh, oh, test. Bradshaw and Farouk. Actually, Bradshaw and Farouk versus uh, Palumbo and O'Hare. That would have been a good match. That might have been a thing. I always prefer Jindrak and O'Hare. Jindrak and O'Hare would probably be better, yeah. But I think Palumbo and O'Hare were officially the team Yeah. In yeah. Uh, back in the day. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who else? I mean, Kane? Kane and... Uh, and Sean O'Hare, that could have been cool. Yeah, if you'd taken Kane versus like Sean O'Hare's like Devil's um Devil's Advocate scenario, like that would have been fucking great. Mm. That wasn't two thousand one though, that was like two thousand four, I think. Yeah. 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 I mean mm. and, and that's the thing, like that's Naked Midian. Obviously. <laughs> I think he's a chef nowadays, speaking of which, random thought. Naked Midian? Mm-hmm. I hope he's not a naked chef. Okay, what about, yeah, what about two young guns? Yeah, I think you said this, Stephen. Test. Test and Sean O'Hare. Yeah, test like, my boy. feuding over the European title. Oh, yeah. That would have been great. Yeah. That would have been really good. Give it a sort <sighs> of, um, similar sort of styled match to uh, when Lesnar and Test kicked the crap out of each other in the King of the Ring. Oh, that would be great. That'd be really good. I like that idea. Test was what Kevin Nash would have been if he could move. I don't like your attitude. I love it. (laughs) But you know what? Test test is what he would have been if he couldn't move. But you know what? He couldn't move, and he became WWE champion. So where's Test's name on that belt? Should have been on that belt. Should have been on that belt. You're just saying that because you you want to go back and play No Mercy and stuff. That's just my boy. He he won everything except for that belt. Sure did. He was really good on No Mercy too. You know, he's, he's one of the only people who won, who won everything except for the the big one. Well, I would say not everyone gets to win the big one, but I mean, like, it's WWE. Like, lots of people win the big one that probably shouldn't have. Yeah, that's 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 a list. That's a hell of a list. Oh, we could do that's an episode. Like people who should not have won world championships. Yeah. <coughs> Alberto Del Rio. <clears throat> and I was calling for I'll I'll admit, 
I was calling for Alberto Del Rio to win the title back in the day, but well, let's see how that ended up. Mm. What? Not uh, well. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll save that for another episode. I, I will say, though, if you're basing that off of just how he became in and out of the ring as compared to how he was at that moment, then that... Yeah, yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Right. all. Hindsight's twenty twenty two, mm-hmm. I guess. But no, you're right. Maybe if the, if we do do that, we'll do it based on where they were in the ring at the time, not who they became. Because then you'd have to take apart Chris Benoit and all sorts of stuff like that. And I just don't feel like litigating that shit. Yep. So we'll save that for another episode. Yep. Um. So what do you think, boys? Is that is that a is that a good episode? There have we have we covered invasion dream matches enough? I think so. I think yeah. All right. Had a good good cool. cap well, on it. Uh, good cap. Good cap. Good cap. All cap. And uh, all right. Be, be, before we officially end it, I had mentioned you know about the announcement that I was going to drop in between episodes. Oh, I thought I thought you were going to do it in, during our our BS random BS episode. But yes, please uh, do it in between. Um. So yeah, you know we were you know been talking about you know. The lineages of championships and, and everything, and I just wanted to point out that, um, you know, Smart Foundation, they 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 need they need a people's champion as well. They need they need a fighting champion, um, and and sometimes when the, when those titles aren't available in on on all continents, uh, currently the the uh, the trivia championship is uh, overseas. <laughs> Um, it's being defended in the UK. Right. So, uh, you know, I've, I've, don't wave that around, Steve. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the governing commission of Gullah Gullah Island has, uh, started a, uh, a new championship in the lineage of the million dollar championship, the FTW, so on and so forth. Um, this is time to unveil. What we have here, let's get a good look oh. at this. Oh. In vain of <laughs> the FTW Championship. Let's see right here. The Smart Foundation FUBU title. We have <laughs> the first annual FUBU Continental Champion. FUBU Continental. <laughs> it's a fighting championship. Only defending. What, what does FUBU stand for? It stands for fuck around and find out is what it stands for. <laughs> so, FUBU Continental Champion. And I want you guys to get a good look at it now. Because um, it won't be here for long. Because eventually I'm going to get this melted down and bonded to my skeleton. So, <laughs> turn, <laughs> turned into a chain and then turned into some Wolverine yeah. uh, claws. Yeah, I'm ready to die for this. So... <laughs> I ask you, Stephen, are you ready to die for yours? Because I'm ready to die for my Fubu Continental Championship. So I'll mount it on the wall next to my others. Yes. Ooh. And, uh, it's gonna be my bones, so you're gonna have to mount me. On the, so what that means? If the fans, it's if the fans bone. demand it, then I will unveil it on the group page um, before I uh, go through with the surgery. Um, so I just wanted to uh, point that out. Shall I call you Logan Weapon X? 
Weapon S. Weapon S. <laughs> okay, so Football Content that. Championship. That was the big announcement. There may be some other announcements down the line, but that's the one for right now. <laughs> I love the Fubu Continental Championship. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, Shane, uh, where can people find you if they want to see lovely pictures of the Fubu Continental Championship? Well, they're gonna they're gonna have to meet me in a dark alley somewhere if they want to actually see it. But otherwise, they can find me at King underscore Uncanny on Instagram. That's right. And uh, Stephen, are you still the hashtag doesn't have social media? Hashtag doesn't have nothing. Yep. <laughs> Hashtag go away. Hashtag get off my lawn. <laughs> That's fair. And uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at uh, eldestructo83. You can find the show on Instagram and Twitter at Smart Found- the Smart Foundation. And uh, you can <laughs> you can email us at smartfoundation1 at gmail.com. You guys, god damn it. <laughs> what, yeah, fuck, say goodnight, Shane. Goodnight, Shane. Nice. Keep your butthole tight. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble. episode i think all right so